Um, oh. I try not to cough and splutter my way through this. Yeah, one. right. It's kind of better for comedic time. I'll try not to cough my way through it. <laughs> <laughs> are we recording already? We are. Oh, great. I look forward to listening to all of this. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm demucused. Right, let's go. Temporarily. Temporarily. Hello, and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. I'm Darren. Today, we are going to discuss a game, a puzzle game, called House of Da Vinci. Mm-hmm. It is from developer and publisher Blue Brain Games. It's from November of 2017. That's when it was released on Steam. It has very positive reviews with over 3,000 reviews. At base, it's $20. It will take about eight hours to play. That's what mine took. Though I did use a walkthrough for a couple parts, so it might have been longer or not finished if I hadn't. <laughs> I only paid about three fifty for it, and I think you paid about the same. Probably, probably. I know it's a, it's a mobile port as well. I think it came out in two thousand sixteen on uh, mobile devices, so it's it's a port and a fairly expensive port at that. Like twenty bucks for this is quite pricey. It is. We're going to talk about that a bit more probably in the spoiler section as well as a few <laughs> other things we're going to start off with probably an interesting conversation but we can't really get into it now all i will say is that this game and the room have similarities i was gonna say when we do our spoiler section be spoilers for house of vinci and the room <laughs> quite possibly you know i'll try not to get into too many specific puzzles with the room today since that's not the one we're talking about but there are some definite similarities and we're going to be discussing that I would say if you like The Room, this is probably worth giving a try. Again, though, I'm cheap. I would say get it on sale. If I could get it for 350 then you probably can too. I think that this is another one that's pretty common for the summer sale and the winter sale. Like the big ones, this will be on sale. I think as well, this is going to be on sale because they want people in on the first one because they also are selling House of Da Vinci 2. They have not yet made House of Da Vinci 3, am I correct in that? Don't think so, yeah. 2 is out, though, yeah? Yeah, 2 is out, but as far as we know, or at least by the time of recording this, 3 is not out and 3 has not been announced. No. It's mostly fun. I think that there are some of the puzzles I didn't like. I will get into that, obviously, as I've edited so many episodes of the podcast. I know I go on and on about stuff that annoys me, (laughs) and there's... There's a few in here that I will probably go on about. Overall, though, I would say it's good. I understand why it has very positive reviews. Would you recommend it? I would, with a a few caveats. Price being one of them. And I'd say, get this before you play the room. (laughs) Play this one first. Yeah, I'm not sure I would say that. I I hated this game when I first opened up. I, I was, know, and that's what we're going to talk about when we get in the spoiler section. That's what I mean. We, so, can't, we can't talk about that. The no, thing but is, what I'm saying is, play this first. For me, I'd rather have played this first and then went to the room and be like, oh my god, this is so much better. Wow, amazing. This is a step up. This was a downgrade for me. The fact that they ripped it off annoyed me. <laughs> okay, that's exactly what we're going to get into right at the beginning <laughs> because I knew we wouldn't be able to make it long without it. But we can't get into it details without getting into the spoiler section so we recommend it i personally would say play the room first so you understand why darren's annoyed (laughs) and also so you see a better version of what this kind of game can be before you jump into this one because i'm afraid that by the end of this one it might put some people off Mm, fair enough 
<laughs> so <laughs> mini spoiler, sorry. The ending is where the worst part was for me. All right, so this is your warning. We're going to get into some some very specific spoilers now. When you first played this game, mm-hmm. <laughs> you sent me a message saying, <laughs> this is just a room clone. I'm done with it. I, you yeah. basically rage quit over the fact that it was the same. I did. I hated it, man. I hated it. Every, everything annoyed me about it. Every single little bit. Yeah, I was so annoyed that I just didn't want to play it anymore. That's weird. <laughs> but that's how I felt at the time. Let me tell you what I thought when I was playing. Mm-hmm. So when I started, even into the tutorial section, the street, where you basically have to just get a letter, you have to slide off the ring so that you can read it. You have to twist a few things, find a few things so you can get two halves of a key that go together. I knew exactly what you were talking about. Because not only that, but you end up getting the black light. The lens, lens. Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay. I see what Darren is saying. The inventory is identical. Yes. Quite a lot of the mechanics are identical. And yet don't feel as good. Yeah. Like nothing feels as good. The thing I thought when I first got in there was, oh, wow, there's a person talking to me. This is going to be a different <laughs> type of game. But you're not going to see another person for a very long time. Or you'll see them, but they'll just walk away from you. That was funny, though, about the scroll ribbon removal, because they make such a big deal out of it with a tutorial, with visual instructions, with written instructions, too. And then after about, the, I think it's like the second or third scroll, they're like, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. Just when you find a scroll, just just open it. <laughs> it just opens automatically. I don't know what, what went on there. Maybe that was some test development. Yeah. People yeah. went, why, why am I spending so much time opening these? <laughs> opening scrolls. Maybe it's something, again, that worked well on mobile, but didn't work as well on right, PC. On PC yeah. Because you only played this on PC, right? This I'm is not played. like the room where you played it both ways. Yeah, no. I really saw the color palette that they chose. And here's what led me, I think, into my thinking of, of my argument here. The color palette they choose to go with, and some of the things that they choose to do with, honestly, starts to remind me of hidden object games. That's very funny you should say that, because what's the only other thing that they've made? Apart from The Hazard of Vinci 2. I don't know. I saw it in a review, but I don't remember. I had an object game. Right at the end, when you finish Da Vinci, they're like, check out our other games. And it's a hidden object game. This game is a room game, but it's so hidden object. It's got this real hidden object vibe to it. And maybe that's what was like weird for me during the whole playthrough. Without, I, without the hint system. I mean, it has a hint system... But it's not the same, and it doesn't work the same. Right. And it doesn't have the twinkly lights that you would normally have in the easier version of an object game. So there's that. But then this is why that leads to my argument, though, of I know you hated it at first because you felt it was a clone of the room. It was trying too much to be like the room. But you love hidden object games. (laughs) And they are all just a clone of one another. They all have... I I mean, I've only played four or five now. But it's all the same kind of hint system, the same kind of color palette, the same kind of puzzles. They're all kind of same. And why is that okay for you? Mm -hmm. But for them to try to emulate the room... And have another one of this genre, this sort of escape room puzzle box genre. Why is that so bad to you 
but yet you love hidden object games. Yes, that's, that's a fair point. <laughs> but I think towards the end of the game, when I finally plowed through it all, I started to realize that and get to play more of the levels is it plays like a hidden object game because the puzzles are, I'm not bragging, but some of the puzzles are so ridiculously easy. And also I... I stumbled my way blindfolded solving these puzzles, some of them. Not that I'm a genius that I solved them. I was just clicking on things like I would in a hidden object. Just click, 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 click. And I was getting solutions to puzzles. That's a hallmark of a terribly designed puzzle. There was a part where you're supposed to use a black light to get the hint to solve the puzzle. I didn't do it, but I solved it. I did that several times in this game. It plays like a hidden object game where you just like, you can just blag your way through it. Choose what you're going to be, a hidden object game or puzzle game. Some of the puzzles were good, i got to admit. Some of the puzzles were good. Some of the sets are really nice. But yeah, I find myself just guessing my way through a lot of puzzles and getting them right. I will say this. There's something about the lens in this one that I just kept forgetting it existed. I did too, man. I did. <laughs> in the room, I would just have the lens on as soon as I came into a new area. With this one, this puzzle's impossible. What do they want me to do? Oh. Hint. Maybe I should look through the lens. Oh, yeah, okay. I forgot and, that. And ironically, <laughs> they use the lens probably way more than the room does yes. in this game. Yeah. Which is so weird. I don't know why. So I'm going to put that one on me. I think mm-hmm. that's that's my fault. It's there. They told me it's there. I should be using it all the time, and I'm not. Yeah, I was the same. The tutorial, not much to get through. Basically, we can see inside a mechanism and manipulate it, which is very much the room. Yep. Especially when you get to the later games. But we're going to jump into chapter two, which is the library. You have a giant pillar in the middle of the room and a, another little section off to the side, which has a bust on a base, which you know is going to have stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And just below that, a temple looking puzzle box. Yep. Nothing too complicated here, but I like this room. It's simple, straightforward. It does feel a little weird that you're trapped into this corner it's a bit like going back to the first room where there's all sorts of things around you but you can't interact with those just focus but i think that's why the first room worked really well where you were so focused on the box and they didn't really tease you with a whole lot outside but the room two where suddenly you can interact with stuff around you but only certain things and it feels very limited and weird they didn't do that here but it does still feel like I'm boxed in because of that, though, because they're showing me the whole room. There's this beautiful stained glass window that Mm. looks like it should be something, but I don't think is anything. You're in a whole room full of books, and you can't really interact with any of them. Yeah, there's two you can, but they're just full of uh, people that backed the game on Kickstarter, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah, I I guess so. Oh, is that what all the names were? Yeah. Okay. I was wondering what that list of names (laughs) But here begins part of my problem, and it's just a me problem. I know it is. It's called House of Da Vinci. I'm so tired of Da Vinci being used in games. (laughs) Is that fair, or is that not fair? What other games is Da Vinci in? I'm trying to think now. Was was it Assassin's Creed? Oh, maybe. Yeah, that was a long time ago, though, yeah. Yeah, I guess, and... You should be, you should be more, more angry about Templars and games. Was it, I, I am more <laughs> angry about Templars and games, but <laughs> Da Vinci seems to pop up a lot as well. Was I mean, the other, Da Vinci Code, I guess, the movie, and um, there was all that stuff. What about, was he in Dishonored? It would fit. Mm. Yeah. I, I, it's been, again, it's been years since I played, played Dishonored. Okay. Dishonored but. It just felt to me, I saw this, I went, 
it's just maybe it's just a it's a cliche character for well me. and that's my problem is oh da vinci did so many things think of how many things he did that we don't know about <laughs> like, well, I, I don't know that there are many because i think we heard about his successes we didn't hear about his failures yeah <laughs> but when you're doing this kind of thing it's and this this hits me with doctor who this hits me with quantum leap this hits me with any sort of time travel or period piece oh, I, I know all my examples were time travel but when you are using a real person and you're saying well this really happened to them it makes it harder for me to believe right and harder for me to suspend disbelief i am now going well is it possible that da vinci did all this stuff i don't know i mean they're doing time travel so they could <laughs> be but i really don't want real people being used Recently, I played the first chapter of The Council because it was free. And well, that's full of real people. And that's a real problem for me. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I was thinking, oh, this is ridiculous. This is very ridiculous. <laughs> George Washington and Napoleon Bonaparte are just hanging out. Just hanging out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm just saying that now so I can get it out of the way. That bothers me. I think the room where you have a fictional character you're following is much better than, here's Da Vinci. <laughs> but it's kind of fitting. If this is a company that makes hidden object games, which all kind of mimic each other, if it's kind of mimicking or trying to do in style of the room, why not take somebody real and just throw them in here because then you don't have to think about it. Yeah. <sighs> Rant over. Okay. <laughs> There's not too much that's interesting here. It's a lot of finding the little thing that moves so that you can grab the missing piece to the puzzle you can obviously see. Again, this was this was lifted right out of the room. This puzzle right here with the rotating Pac-Man kind of disc thing that you can slot objects into. I mean, again... It is a takeover in the room because <clears throat> I, I feel like that's been done before. I'm sure it has, but the color pattern, the engravings on it, Everything is carbon copy of it. The puzzle is exactly the same. They do go to time with this puzzle. They use this quite a lot. And eventually, they do something different with it. And I was, like, happy with the Roman numeral puzzle that comes later, where you have to, you actually have to rotate them around so they're facing the right direction. Right. It's like, okay, that's what I want to see. I don't want to see you doing the same weight puzzle part from the Room 2 or the Room 3, whichever it was from, where it was, like, this disc thing. But, yeah, it, even, like, stylistically, it's identical. And that really got under my skin. But once they started taking it and improving on it or doing something different with it, I'm all in for that because I don't think the room has monopoly on geometric shapes, you know, and manipulating geometric shapes. But when you're doing stuff like this and when they're doing stuff like, oh, here's an object, look at it in your inventory, pull a handle, it turns into a new shape. Come on. And they did that a lot. They did it There's so a much. lot of every, it was pretty much every object I got. Well, I need to go in and manipulate it somehow. And it was too much. Even when you get later in the room, it starts to get a bit much. But this game, yeah, I agree. They're doing it, as I said, it feels hidden object style. <laughs> I don't want this. I don't want it to be every time. Yeah. I don't mind the engravings. I think they're trying to make it look good. It's a style I like to look at. So I don't mind too much. Otherwise, what am I going to get? Just flat space with the colors. They're trying to make it look good. I, I'm not going to complain about that one. I will say the interesting puzzle for me, though, was the sliding rose puzzle. Again, handles quite horribly. I don't know. Were you using keyboard and mouse? 
I think I had to. I don't think there's any other way. Right. Yeah, moving that rose was pretty awkward at times. Doesn't have a room-like smoothness to it in this, for sure. But I did like the puzzle. I liked how you could rotate things and slide them around and stuff. That was interesting. Again, they've taken a puzzle. And that's and the room did that as well. That's why the room was so good for me, is because it took classic puzzles and improved them or changed them or flipped them completely on their head, made them really different. And this one took the another classic puzzle and did something different, which was cool. And even as you're going through the puzzle, you're like, oh, it's sliding squares around. And then it gets to like the, the circles and you're like rotating things around as well. I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting because it's a lot of like back and forwards just to get into the right position. And they also flip back so you can't see what they are you have to go back to yeah, look to at them yeah. which should have irritated me but didn't mm. i found this very interesting and i think that's a good sign of a puzzle that's interesting because it should frustrate me but it doesn't yeah there's i think it towards the end of the room we have a light puzzle which i didn't even think about it was a weird i just clicked until it went into place and it wasn't much that's what i meant earlier on where it's like what i'm talking about from before with the hidden object game kind of aspect to it where it's just like random clicks around is oh oh i solved it (laughs) that wasn't much to that then after all we get another lens for the glove that we've also found in this room and this one is the batman lens well it's detective mode the oculus tempest or something where you know obviously it deals with time you can see something backwards in time but the room at least the room four did this but when the room four did it it was more reenacting a scene what they do with this one is terrible yep it's basically just saying this is the position you need to put everything in thank you and you have to move some of it is just weird the one puzzle that i'll get to later is the church where you're moving the towers Mm -hmm. there's probably one right position but i wasn't finding that so i went through bit by bit moving it little bit by little bit to make it work it's like this isn't a puzzle no this is just matching over and over and over again It doesn't add anything to the story. It doesn't make me use my brain. It just is a pause, and I don't like that. Yeah, I'm glad that you noticed that as well, because otherwise I would have had to have been the bad guy on this one. Because basically, I've written down here, yeah, all the the kind of time-scrubbing Batman detective bits, they're basically just, they're giving you solutions to puzzles that they're too lazy to design. That's all it is. It's like, here's a puzzle, but... We don't have any logical explanation of how to get the answer. So here's the answer. It's a Simon Says game, basically. And that's just absolute trash. It's terrible. It's like, why bother? Um, Okay. (laughs) And along with why bother, every time you wanted to use one of the lenses, you had to draw a shape. Mm, That's right. Yeah, yeah. You weren't matching a shape. You aren't. It wasn't even one of those things where you had to draw it in one continuous go either, which I thought it was. It's not. You're just like coloring in a line. I don't know what they were thinking with this. It's just a waste of time. And to have to do it every time I want to look at something. Yeah. It's just really irritating and frustrating. Oh, I need to go look at that paper again. Ugh, I've got to draw a trapezoid. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get out of the room, though. Our time reversal whatever lens is going to show us somebody pulling a book. We go pull the book. We're in. Yeah. We're in now the workshop. What do you think of the workshop? This is where I rage quit the first time. <laughs> okay, interesting. Now, I love the catapult. I like I, the catapult. I think the catapult is genius. I love the way that it looks. It feels good. Yeah, it's like a puzzle box. It's it's good. I like the catapult a lot. 
And this is where we have the central puzzle. And this is where I feel like they most channeled the room and tried to really make something here. Which is probably why I quit. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot here that I, I like and a lot that I don't. You're going to start off with going to the left side of the room where there's the giant globe mm-hmm. and the desk. There's a few things here that I had trouble finding. I just didn't notice. But There's a lot of pixel hunting in this game. Yeah. I mean, it feels like it to me anyway. I'm glad you said that because I thought it was just me. Because there's one point where it's like, find a stud on the side of a desk. And that's the thing with the hint system in this game is it'll give you hints for things that you've not actually found yet. It's like, oh, I should check that desk. It's like, what? There's a desk in here? Okay. I'm, I'm going to come back to that, but it's not yet. It's not here. Yet. That's later. <clears throat> yeah. So. It's at the end, I think, isn't it? It would be for me, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. In this, yeah, you see that there's more to the room. And this is what I do like is in this one, you do actually get to play with the three sides of the room eventually. Mm -hmm. But the catapult itself is the best part of this whole room. A lot of the other puzzles felt like, find this information, put it in. This shape is given to you, put it in. It feels very formulaic after a while. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I like the globe. The globe thing was was all right. It was all right. I like using the time to un wrap the paper or Un- unburn it or something like that. Was yeah. that so you can read it and That's put cool. it in the code and i thought they were going to do more of that yeah. but don't forget the globe also contains probably your least favorite puzzle in the game which is the risk game where you have to take oh, a tower from one to one? another oh, that's in crikey. here so yeah. you have to keep finding pieces to <laughs> to go back to it when you attack the numbers don't make any this was sense. Horrible, this puzzle. And then I got to the hint system, and the hint system said, always attack the lowest one. I went, oh, is that all? And then that, that got me through it. So yeah. really, is that all? Because I was trying to come up with some other clever way to do it. I thought it was a mass puzzle, and I... I mean, it oh, is. You I, have to know what, <laughs> what, what number, number is bigger. <laughs> but even, even knowing which number is bigger gets really hard towards the end, because, because, I mean, numbers are not my thing, but I could not work out the reasoning behind what happens it's like i get it it's like okay so this city attacks this city is it like a minus thing where it's like your population versus their population they fight they cancel each other out and then that the remaining number is what goes to that but it seems to get distributed across the whole board i have no idea what's going on man none okay there's not much i can do to totally ease your mind on this all of your castles right have the same number the whole time right so that's why the number changes, because it's how oh. many armies you have as a player. In total, okay. In total. But I was looking at the math as I would attack one, and it didn't make any sense, because I thought it would be simple, straightforward. If I have four and I attack a two, you I should also three. get a... Or, or, or no, <laughs> no, I mean a two. <laughs> I thought it was like they would cancel each other out. Like four, four minus two, you would be left with an overall two. But no, it can't be, because the numbers go up, darn Jesus. All right, this but, is why but that's I it. This yeah, puzzle. four minus two should be two. I should be left with two. So you get six. Yes. Right. Okay. I, I'm with. You. <laughs> Can't even add single digit numbers. And maybe that's the way that it's supposed to work, or but it didn't look right. All the numbers I was getting didn't look right. Right. And that just frustrated me. And so when they gave me that hint, I I said, oh. Is that all it is? It's not really that great. I just did it by trial and error. I got to the, especially when, by the time you get to the last one, because in the beginning, you're like, you've only got a few towers that you can attack with. The first level, I was like, man, I'm a math genius. 
And then I got to the second one. I was like, ah, oh, pushed through it. I failed a couple of times, but I got through it. By the time you get to the last one where you've got most of the map, there's a bunch of different ones you can attack with. And I found that if you attack with the wrong one, which I did over and over again, repeating the same mistake, it doesn't work. Not only that, there's a, there's a certain way to attack. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, that puzzle annoyed the hell out of me. I knew it would, and that's why I wanted to bring it up. <laughs> I think this is the one that made me quit, actually. I can kind of understand that. But with so much of the room left, I don't think that I would have. Ugh. Nah, it was horrible. Horrible. <laughs> There's the weight-moving puzzle, which I gathered quite quickly, but for some reason it just took me forever to get it to line up the right way. I kept ending up on the wrong, the wrong space over and over again. Because you have to fire that catapult as well, which is a little bit annoying because you know where you're supposed to fire it because you can see that sigil. I was firing it in, honestly, one degree increments, and it won't let you get into that that, until you've solved something else. That's a bit later because we still have to get into the pillar behind the curtain. But that's what I mean. It's like you can't even get into that. You've got to do the pillar behind the curtain first. Right. Yeah. So you could see the sigil before because I hadn't looked. All right. I was wondering that because there are a few times in the game where I felt like the sigil stuff was hidden until I needed it. And I'm not sure if that's the case. It definitely was in the crypt as well because that Moors on his hands doesn't show up until you've got another item. I was like, that's pretty dumb. But the pillar, this is where you've got your Roman numeral puzzle. And I enjoyed that part of it. I did too. But the whole grab the shape. Put it in. Manipulate another it one of these. first into the actual shape it's supposed to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, this one in particular. I'm looking at the picture here. <laughs> the this sphere. sphere. <laughs> Ugh, I wonder what this could be. <laughs> okay, it's a ball. <laughs> in, in case you haven't played in a while, it's just, it's a ball, but two of the sides have been unscrewed. And it's so blatantly obvious why are you even bothering to give me this puzzle (laughs) just because we want to make your life a little bit more miserable (laughs) slow you down a bit but this is going to get to the castle i mentioned before where you're eventually going to lead to the part where you have to move the towers in the right way to get it to flip open to oh yeah yes get the weight so that you can open the door getting the weight to open the door felt good Mm -hmm. but then firing the like you said, firing the... Phosphorus or whatever it was, like the little catapult thingy. At that sigil was very finicky. Yeah. I couldn't get that to work very well. But getting to the curtain section, this is where I forgot to use my lens. It's right there in front of you. The two little globes are spinning. Oh, really? Telling you where, and I... Oh, yeah, that's... I, I was going, well, if I put the South Pole in both <laughs> spots, it looks like a bullseye, and that must be it. And no, I... I don't know how many times I just randomly tried to shoot. And I feel like I should have gotten it just by accident. Maybe the game is rigged to know if you've looked at it or not. I think it is. Yeah, definitely. This is going to take us to a really weird puzzle. A horrible puzzle, man. It didn't feel right. What's the thing with the horses? I just did it and I don't know what I did. You had to get them into position. So if you use the lens, it gave you the outlines of where all the characters were supposed to be. And you've got a, a wheel on one side. And let me just say this now before I forget it. Wheels in this game do not work well, man. It's like you try and circle them around. It's not smooth. And you get to this point where it's just like you're rotating it a little bit to the left. But as you're rotating it, it's just going back and forward, back and forward. back. It's just going clockwise, anti-clockwise, clockwise, anti-clockwise. That's annoying. But yeah, this thing, you had to just line up the horses. This took me a really long time (laughs) because I just couldn't get them lined up. 
You're gonna hate me. Did you do it in two minutes? Did two seconds? Yeah, I didn't even look through the lens. I just, oh my god, I just played with it and <laughs> and it opened and I went, "What did I do? I don't." I really had the thought of how was I supposed to know that was the right answer? <laughs> that, and that's the thing: hidden object logic is just this is solving problems without even knowing how to solve them. But yeah, if you look through the lens, you get a, you get like a a chalk outline. I might have been more frustrated if I had. I should have done it your way. Just like gone in blind. Oh, there it is there. There we go. I feel like I was playing this your style and (laughs) you were playing mine. This is going to lead us to the end of this section where there's the little pedestal. You have to manipulate the The, Vitruvian man. I had a bit of trouble with the Vitruvian man puzzle just because there's a tiny little corner that's meant to indicate where where, you start. start. And I didn't see that for a long time. I had it, I had it lined up as well. I thought there was something weird I had to do with the sun part of the puzzle without the special lens, but no, it's no. just this little corner yeah. is supposed to hint you where you're supposed to be, and I did not see that. You're going to end up getting the Holy Grail or something like it, and then you get to walk outside and go into the next chapter, which is the courtyard. I didn't like the courtyard. Hated it. <laughs> I'm so surprised that we were both in tune on this so much. <laughs> I thought you would love this one. This nah. feels very hidden object, so I thought you'd be right at home. It's a hidden object view, for sure. This is like a hidden object background right here. But I didn't like the puzzles because it's like it was all just like piecemeal little babies, like click this to do this and nothing actually does anything. It's like we're just making you jump through hoops to eventually get to solve a puzzle. Yeah. If this was a hidden object game, I would have probably given it a lot more slack. If these were all like mini games, actually, that's what it felt. That's what this game feels like. It feels like all the mini game bits to hidden object puzzles. I found the screwdriver. I had no problem with that. But finding the screw, I couldn't have done it without the hint, I don't think. Oh, really? Yeah. At the top of the the scythe. I wonder how the the, the hint system is sometimes like, (laughs) just spit it in your face. Ah, oh, there's a there's a blade up there. I wonder how that's attached. Well, I guess I guess there's a <laughs> screw up there then that I couldn't find. Uh, the handle that you have to inject and turn only because of the walkthrough that I've looked at since. Do I understand why I had to turn it? Okay, it changes the shape slightly. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I was so mad at the moment. Going, <laughs> Why would you make me turn the handle? It's the same thing. <laughs> but it's not. I just didn't see what was changing. It turns into more of like a star shape, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. But at the time, it just looked like I turned the handle from being up to down. Mm. <laughs> what difference did it make? But it does make a difference. I love the face that flips into a skull. I thought that looked cool. That, that looks cool, yeah. But the rest of it, it's just all, can you find it? And I could not. I had so much trouble with this section. Yeah, it took and me ages to find, like, oh, you got to look at the like the little curbs, you know, to find the puzzles. And I did the puzzle on that, the domino thing or whatever it is, like the six buttons you got to press. Yeah. I'm pretty much sure that I did the right combination, but because I hadn't clicked on the face, it wouldn't let me in. Okay. I was guessing for a while before I finally took the hint on that one. The thing was, I didn't know the skull was coming. Right. So I thought, well... Maybe there is what they used later, the kind of puzzle where you have to keep pressing it until you find the right combination. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you find one that stays down, so you keep going around. And that's what I thought it was. I thought it was that kind of puzzle. So I was just looking at it as the wrong kind of puzzle. So that's on me. 
<laughs> they do give it to you very obviously once the skull flips around. Yeah. But this is the problem. From this point on, leading into the next section of the crypt, mm-hmm. I'm just going to say it. I waited for the hint system. <laughs> About 80% of the time, I was just waiting for the hint system because this is not like an escape room where you get many puzzles and many pieces and you try to put them all together. What this game does is it has a very specific linear thing. They will show you 100 things, but you can only use one. Yes, that's a big problem, especially for the crypt, because the crypt, to me, felt bigger than anything I'd seen. Anything we've seen so far in the game is with regards to moving parts. It is, especially after the courtyard, where you only had this one little section. And I kept thinking I'd be able to get to do something with other parts of it, but no, just yeah, that one little section. In this, you've got, you got the knight that's sitting down to deal with. You've got the big table box thing in the middle. You've got the fireplace. You've got a place off in the side that you can look at with your lens, and you know there's something over there, but you can't get to it yet because I don't know why. And then you've got that door, which I thought was going to be a puzzle because there's bits missing on the side. There's a wall that you can look at. I don't know. There's so many bits to this, but yeah, it's all A, B, C, D, one, two, three. So I had lost all patience with the game by this point. I think the courtyard is the one that broke me. Right. Because I could see different things, but I had to do everything in a specific order. So I said, fine. If I don't know what I'm doing next, I'll wait for the hint system. And it takes a long time. I don't know if there's a way to speed up the hint system, but I should have done it because (laughs) I really didn't care at this point. I just wanted to know what I needed to do next. And there were a lot of, like you said, little things in this one. That little corner of the painting that you had to oh, find. Oh, Jesus, man, yeah. I could find some other things, like... You find the corner of the painting, and then you're like, you pull it out, and you're like, oh, that did nothing. you got to angle your mouse up so you're looking down into it to find another little thing to pick up. There was a little thing where I moved a disc, I believe, and... Nothing happens? Nothing. Because you have to slide up something else afterwards? Yes, which... I didn't realize till I got the hint, and I went, oh, well, that makes more sense then. Yeah. Because I couldn't figure out what... I just assumed it was something I wasn't ready for, mm. and the game didn't want me to do it yet, so I wasn't going to do it. I mean, it. at least for the, the box that kind of pops out, once you put the sword in and the, the box kind of comes out, at least that's got scuff marks of where you can see, okay, something's been moved. It makes a bit more logical sense. Yeah, you get the wolf's head, which is missing. That one's obvious. The snake puzzle is... Pretty obvious, though it took me quite a while to... What was the snake puzzle? There's a snake with two heads, and you have to do the slide puzzle to make the snakes connect. This one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I hate slide square puzzles. I know you do, but But I I, enjoy them, so... I managed to get through this because it's only a 3x3, though. (laughs) I managed to solve it. I was under the grand delusion that there were red herrings here, and that I should be able to do it shorter than the full thing which was a huge mistake because you do have to use all of them. <laughs> like, no, no, no. The game is trying to trick me. I was overthinking. I was overcooking it big time. Mm. But yeah, I think the most interesting thing for this, most of it was pretty straightforward puzzles. And then other things where it was like, oh, you need to have the, the flint machine, like the spark. I tried to put it together and I thought I put it together. But then it wasn't together. So for a long time, I was trying to put that piece back in and it wouldn't work. I don't know what I was doing wrong, but clearly something was wrong. You find little pieces here and there. The night when it stands is pretty cool because I honestly at this point didn't expect it to do that. But you do get some weird things like you get 
a gear to spark the fire, which I thought sure was going to be the gear to go inside the night with the ropes. But no, you've also got <laughs> that one. When you finally do get the wheel for that, you have to turn a tiny little thing to make it a pulley, which yeah, <laughs> probably the ultimate in wasting my time making me look at this so that I can manipulate it slightly to make it fit. Yeah. I would hope that actual Da Vinci would be more clever mm. than that. But the thing that got me about this room, the good part, I don't want to talk about the chemistry set and all that. That was just frustrating. But the big house, the giant mansion oh. where you find the stairs to put on it and you eventually have to find the tripod, which was <laughs> I was trying to put everywhere. Except in the fireplace, because that seemed like a terrible place to put it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was that. There was a marking on the floor. There was like a three holes in the ground. I was There is, which I didn't see. And that's fair enough. But in real life, I don't think I would put it so close to the fire. And I'm not sure that firelight really would give you a laser. <laughs> as they've Let's done. hope not. <laughs> but the whole puzzle box house... I enjoyed because it felt like a puzzle box again. Right. And there are bits and pieces. I actually would have liked if they'd done a little bit more with that, which is not something I'm going to say often in this game. Mm. But that is one that I think they could have done a little bit more with. Because the night itself, other than it standing up, wasn't that great of a puzzle box. Yeah. I mean, he's sitting on a puzzle. Um, (laughs) I don't really remember anything else from that room. uh, Well, there's the amazing... Goonies bit right at the end where you put the key in the lock and a cannonball comes out and goes all the way along the outside oh, that's right. to open yeah. the door that I too thought would be a puzzle, but it was not. Yeah. And at this point, I was so done with this room, I was glad that it was over. Because it's a, it's a long room, man. That's it a took a while. Room. Which takes us to the armory. The armory. So we get to see the giant wooden battle tank. Which is pretty cool. You have a table off in the corner with a few things to it. You've got that board with the really cool maze puzzle. You have to take your slider through the circles. Oh, and it rotates every time you go through. Every time you go through, it rotates 90 degrees. I like that puzzle, actually. Took me a while, but I enjoyed it. But that's the thing. It's like, yeah, this is like we're getting to puzzles that you're not just clicking through and solving randomly. You know, it's like you have to sit down and think about this. I was tracing it out going, okay, if I go around, oh, no, I'm, I'm screwed. I can't get there now. I've got to go backwards through it with my finger because I'm always getting stuck right at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, wow, here's a good puzzle. Yeah. After the crypt, it felt very good to have that kind of puzzle. The shield puzzle, which is... I hated it. I hated it because not not because it's a terrible puzzle, actually, which it is. I'm not. I can't. I'm not going to say it is. is All right, but let's be honest. You hate that kind of puzzle. I hate it because, well, again, this is not only are they maybe ripping off the room, but this is like we were here <laughs> and so many others. These kind of you have five things, but four wheels, and each wheel turns two things. This is old. This is very old. But the controls are the biggest problem with this because spinning those things, I, I don't know about you, but I could not get it just to spin in a circular motion. So I was like flicking it along with my mouse, you know, and they don't spin fast, man. These things, they spin really slowly. What got me was that the shield images don't always line up. It wasn't slotted to be digital. It was more analog right. where you could sometimes get it almost. Mm-hmm. In focus, but not. And it'd be slightly off to the side. Right. And this 
was a problem with another puzzle later as well. I'm not sure what they were doing or what was going on, but it felt like it made it more frustrating than it needed to be. I think what they have, and I think what the problem is, is maybe it's the same thing with what you're going to say later, is if it's a five-part puzzle, say, if you've got four of the parts in place, you can just whiz your finger along it and, and spin that thing around. When it hits the solution, it'll spin past that and onto something else, but it will solve the puzzle. You don't have to land on it. You know, with in the, in the tower, the big astrolabe, yeah. astral, however you pronounce it, the last uh, moon that you've got to set, you can just you can just rotate that in any way you want. Kind of, sort of. But I had a problem with that as well. But this one is more just, I almost had it. Right. And then I didn't know if it wouldn't take it because it was slightly off. Yeah. And so I had a problem with that. I also didn't find the rabbit images under the table for a long time, which I should have been looking more for. I found the skulls right away. Yeah, they're right behind you. Yeah. So I did the skulls and I went, oh... I don't know what goes between them, so clearly that's what's messing it up. Yeah. You go, once you do solve that though, you go down and there's a chest behind a gate. And I do like the fact that I think I had a key and I was so sure that the key was going to get me in. Oh, but it doesn't you have to do a puzzle. Yeah, it's just like a, a, what, a panel that you got a secret panel you got to press. I didn't like that because it's like, oh, I've got to find a key. And like, no, just push a block. <laughs> yeah. I thought that worked well. Much of the rest of it. I mean, there's the... The green and red gem thing. I didn't quite understand what they were doing with their symbols, but once I stopped looking at their symbols and started just playing with it to see how I could open it, mm. I did it very, very quickly. So I'm not sure if the symbols... Did they help you? Because yeah, they I, just I, confused me. I solved it with the symbols, because basically when you slot them in, it'll give you... The two arrows will be... One is for the... T-shaped piece and one is for the C-shaped piece. And so it'll be like, it'll rotate that and move this down or I'll rotate this left and move this up or whatever. So yeah, you just slowly kind of work your way through it. I worked my way through it by actually solving this one. So wow, finally, I got to <laughs> not guess my way through it. Okay. Yeah, no, I watched what it was doing and then figured it out. Getting to launch the cannon at the targets was kind of fun. Yep. You do need to make sure you do the process in order. I tried it just to see. <laughs> I like the I like that cannon. It's pretty cool, like the kind of rotating. It's a good idea. I don't know if that's a real invention of Da Vinci's or not. I will say this, development-wise. Thank you for keeping the angle the same when it rotates. So if you miss the <laughs> if you miss fire, it doesn't reset back to zero. Okay. Which is what I thought it would do. It actually keeps the same position, so you can just adjust it a little bit. Because right. that would have been very frustrating if I was always just a little bit off. And then had to do it again, hoping to get it right this time. Right, yeah. That worked. You get the casket, which was an okay puzzle. Mm -hmm. It's one of those where it seemed harder than it was. Mm -hmm. And then once I stopped overthinking it, it was quite quick. But this is going to lead us into what I'm going to say are the two worst parts of the game. I really count the last two chapters together because you're in the tower the whole time. Right. But Is there two chapters at the end? I thought it was just the tower. What, What are they called? The tower. So it's the tower and time machine. Ah, uh, okay. Fine. I've looked at a couple of different walkthroughs and they both labeled it the same way. So it must be labeled it that way in the game in some sort. Sure. But yeah, we're going to get to the astrolab part or the astrolabe part. I don't like this at all. I did not find it to be where I could set up four and spin the last one. I would have loved it if I had been able to do that. <laughs> there were a couple of the settings with the moon where most of them. There's a line to tell you where it needs to go, but it felt like there were a couple that weren't that way, and so I would oh, be you mean just on the, a little on the bit. The first off. one down the first floor, not the second one. 
No, no, I'm talking about the five moons or whatever. When you're setting them, there are a couple, at least the way the image that it was on the map made it look like it was not really going to line up with one of the specific metal lines oh, okay. right. that we were doing. And so I had a lot of trouble with that where I think I was just a tiny bit off mm. a number of times. Even setting that one, the, the, the one where you, that you had to solve so you could get the phases of the moon to put in. I solved the first one without using the lens. So I had no idea. When you had to go back and do it again, I was like, all right, well, I, I'm just guessing my way through this. And then if I, eventually I switched on the lens. I was like, oh, how did I solve that before then? You know, it was just pure dumb luck. But I mean, at least it made sense. You got them all lined up to 12 o'clock and then you press the button and then they, they go into shape. But this time you got to press it. You got to get them to seven o'clock or something like that, I think it was. And I would probably never have guessed that the second time. Yeah, I got the first one with pure luck. Second one, not so much. I hate that puzzle. This puzzle actually really like... (laughs) It's a a fill-the-whole-space puzzle. You have to go through... There are certain squares that you can go over twice. In fact, you have to go over twice to make them work. I enjoyed this. I like these puzzles usually. But I don't like it because it's not a reset button. If you make a mistake, you have to lock yourself in and and so it, it resets itself. This is one of the complaints I've seen most about the game is that there's not reset buttons. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, well, this is a point where I really wanted a reset button. There was the stairway that you can move. I thought that looked really good. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I moved it properly. There's probably I'm supposed to look through a lens, but again, I just played with it until it worked. Yeah, me too. The... I, I just felt like we overused this astrolabe a bit, like the map mm-hmm. a bit, and going back and in the system saying, the world oh, time. you could do that again. Oh, I don't really want to do it again. <laughs> do the time one so that you can match them up. I will say at least that they did think to let you physically move each one. It wasn't just a random hit the lever until it works. Mm-hmm. because that's what I was afraid it was going to be. I didn't really understand what was going on with like the little Scrabble tiles that were moving around the thing, and you have to... <laughs> well, how did you get it then? I just moved the dial so it was like on top of them, and then I just kind of hovered over it with it. I thought you just had to stay on it for like three seconds. You do. So okay. as you're so... going through, as you're spinning around, and the pieces are moving, they're clicking into place, and they'll go clockwise and then counterclockwise... When you're turning the dial, some will light up and you have to keep the dial going so that as they're moving, they stay lit. Mm -hmm. You keep lighting them along the way long enough and then it will trigger. Yeah. Yeah. It's off to the side, though. It's, I think, 90 degrees off from where the actual dial is that you're controlling. So you're not pointing it right at them, which would have made it much (laughs) more logical and much easier to figure out because I struggled for a bit. I didn't use a hint on this. I probably should have, but something about this one, I went, okay, I can figure this out. I can do this one. And I did it. Yeah. So you just have to make sure that they stay lit for a certain amount of time. So you have to keep moving it clockwise and counterclockwise to match where the tiles are moving to. Okay. So fair enough. This is another one though, uh, going back and forth with the, the star map where you have to do the shape all the time. Every time we want to look through the lens. Right. Then, Got a bit frustrating. You get a weird cutscene where hooded figures are looking at you. No idea what's going on. Don't even want to think about it. After you and Da Vinci. But then we have to go to the time machine. Now, the time machine, like I said, to me, these are all one section. And I'm to the point, as I already had been with the crypt from that whole point on, where 
anytime I don't know where I'm supposed to go, I'll wait for the hint. Right. And I'll just let it tell me where to go. The basement area is just, or ground level, whatever, the lower level is full of all these puzzles that are just frustrating. <laughs> Take Rotate a look at this. this. Rotate this. Oh, but it's broken on two sides for each one. So you have to make it go until the path works out perfectly. I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's probably the best way to put it. I didn't enjoy it, and it just got worse. There is the door opening where you have to look through the wall. Oh, and rotate the thing so it makes a line, yeah. Rotate each one to be up or down. But, of course, you're moving two at a time. But this is the one where I would have it so that one would be set perfectly, but another one was off. So I would go, okay, well, I can just move this one one, and then I'll swap it to a different one and move it back again, and it'll be perfect. And it didn't work. There were a lot of times where... It should have worked, right? but again, it's not in a way digital. It's not on or off. It's almost as though each time you move it, it moves a slightly different amount. And that was incredibly infuriating. <laughs> I struggle with this puzzle much longer than I should have had to have because of that. Mm -hmm. Now, there are limits as to how high and low you can go with them. Yep. And I think using that is how I finally made it work because that is absolute. Yeah. Whereas anything in between, as I said, felt like a variable. Maybe it's not, but to me, it felt like it. That will allow you to get upstairs. And upstairs, there's all sorts of stuff going on. But again, where do I need to go? Come on, hint system. Hint system. Yeah, because you've got the crane, you've got the box, or weird, like something inside that. You've got the microscope thing. You've got the lens thing. You've got, yeah, you've got just a bit of dark wall, which you can examine for some reason. I couldn't even, I don't know if my brightness was set to weird, but it was like, I couldn't see parts of this game as well. It was very, very dark. It is dark, but I think it's done that way on purpose. Mm. If it's dark, you're either not supposed to use it or you're supposed to look through your lens. Right, okay. Why looking through a microscope at something would open anything, I have no idea. Yeah, and why is there floating dodecahedrons inside that? <laughs> What's going on? Bunch of different pieces. This is again, though, oh, let me run upstairs. Let me run downstairs. Let me run upstairs. Let me run downstairs. Yeah. Please stop. Just please stop. <laughs> Let me just do the basement and then go upstairs. Maybe once or twice, but I felt like I was doing this nonstop. Yeah, especially when you get the machine thing open downstairs and then you're like, oh, what was the code again? <laughs> Can I go back upstairs? Oh, it's 248 or whatever it was. Did you understand that? Because that... I didn't understand the perspective box. I solved that just like suddenly it's like, oh, it's a code. Like, Is it? It's a code? It's just spaghetti, man, in front of my it's eyes. all sorts of stuff. I've seen a walkthrough where they circle the two things. These two things go together. These two things. These two things. But there's a whole bunch of other things on yeah. there. I mean, I thought I was trying to make a note. At first, I thought these are these spell words. It's going to be one solid shape of some sort. And then it does the zoom. Okay, you solved it. I'm like, Okay, I have no idea what, I've, what I'm even looking at now. But then you do see the, the shapes. It's like, okay, there's a shape, there's a shape there, there's a shape there, and then there's a symbol. Okay, so the shape equals the symbol. We've got the number for the symbol. Time to go downstairs to that thing, which I laughed very hard at at one point because that lighter... Well, we'll get to the lighter. The okay, lighter well, we'll get to that, but I didn't get it. I didn't see it. The tanks, one, two, three, are supposed to tell you, I guess you can look at them through the lens and see shapes that will help you figure it out. But I still... Honestly, this one just baffles me. From looking at that 
glider with all the many things on it that I couldn't figure out what were the two things or three things I was supposed to be looking at to this puzzle with the math where you have to count the stuff in the purple vial, I guess. Yeah. And they're two of this shape and three of this shape, whatever. I sort of understand, but so help me if I ever come across something like this in an escape room, I'm not getting out. <laughs> I didn't get it. I didn't like it. And then that leads to the lighter puzzle where it breaks. I thought this was hilarious. Totally not what I thought you were going to say. I thought this was going to be a rage quit moment. But it's so, I mean, it should have been, but it's just so funny because you solve this puzzle, well, you half solve it. Well, or or you go to a walkthrough, which is what I did. Ah, But you click in on the things, you're igniting all the gases, and then you get to that fourth whatever lighter switch, and then it breaks. But you've got enough power to open a box. And what's inside the box? Another lighter switch. What? <laughs> that is, that, I, I laughed out loud at this point, man. So Da Vinci was that clued in that he would make a puzzle where he would purposely break this lighter, but you could open a box that had a spare for no other reason. It doesn't have anything else in that box. That honestly makes no sense. Okay. <laughs> I thought this would be your moment where you wanted to rage quit because you hate puzzles where you can't solve it the first time. And this puzzle, clearly you can't solve the first time because it's going to break. <laughs> now, my next one was the it was almost the rage quit, the Die Hard, uh, Die Hard 3 that's, liquid puzzle. That's weird. Okay, so this one, though, this one is basically try it until it works, right? Mm. There's no hint. I couldn't find one. I found with, it within the environment, by, anyway. I couldn't find anything. I found it by complete accident. I thought it would be the number of the what we'd put in before for the, the triangles, pyramids, and whatever, octagonal shapes, whatever. I thought it would be like 4, 6, 8, or whatever it was. But it wasn't. It was something like 3, 4, 5. It was like, that's the same combination I have in my luggage. <laughs> I had lost all patience with the game by this point. So I used the walkthrough for both that math and symbol puzzle mm-hmm. and this one. Because when it broke, I went, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if this was going to be the type of thing where every time I get it wrong, it's going to break and I'm going to have to go back upstairs again. Mm. And I was not doing that. So <laughs> just tell me the order. Let me get it done. I understand the concept of the puzzle, but I don't want to have to sit through it. Yeah. I mean, I just can't get over that lighter puzzle. It's like it's like if I made a puzzle where you need to, I don't know, like a drawer handle to open a drawer, but it breaks, but it unlocks something else that has a spare drawer handle in it to op- open it instead. It, it's so ridiculous. But anyway, that baffles me. The mind boggles. But this is almost the end, isn't it? This is Yeah, it. because we have just the water puzzle left, which I don't know why... The water glows. Oh, wait, you can use a lens on that one? Is that how you're supposed to solve it? I don't know, because I solved it by accident. So, oh, so, well, me too. I couldn't work it out because the numbers didn't match. It's always 3, 5, and 8, right? Mm-hmm. And these numbers don't do that. And I'm, well, what what's going on here? This is not the right numbers. And even other puzzles, I've seen other numbers. But I think this one is weird because the numbers didn't seem to make sense to me. And I went, okay, well, let me see how I can move it around. And I'm just moving it around. And there was something weird where it didn't quite make sense because I put them all... I had one column that seemed to be full or almost full. And I tried to move it. And it was almost like the game took pity on me and just solved itself. (laughs) (laughs) Because what I did didn't make any sense. It shouldn't have lined them up the way it did. I should have been stumped, but suddenly I was done with the game. So I don't know what I did. I guess. I mean, we're looking at a walkthrough here. They're looking through the lens. 
Maybe. So did, oh, did you just guess your way through? I did. I did because I had. This, I think I had the same thing as you. I had all of the. I think I had a full column on the on the left, and I had something in the middle. And then I was like, all right, I'll I'll space them out, so I'll put some into the right or something like that. And then it just clicked. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, that's that's it then. Done. Yeah. So apparently it's supposed to be three, four, five, but I. I don't know why. I don't know why either. I've got no idea. Does it not give you an explanation in that walkthrough? That's what I was why? looking for, but I it don't must see be, it. Yeah, we're looking at this walkthrough. Oh, Jesus. I'm kicking the table over. Are these, like, highlighted? Like, this is the level, this is the level, and this is the level? Like, are there check bold lines on it? I can't see anything, but... I don't see I don't it. know. I don't know why it's 345. It would have made sense if it was the time machine combination, which is what I was going for. Um, I don't know. Who knows? Dumb puzzle. And some tries to kill you the end yeah <laughs> and that's that is pretty much the end you jump through your portal and you follow da vinci around on the second one i'm assuming you get an amazing cutscene of nothing terrible payoff man terrible payoff for the end well but all right <laughs> this is very much the room payoff in the first one at least the room had something. I had some, some, something <laughs> happen. This is like you fall through and then you just get a picture of a broken Thanos gauntlet. There you go. The end. Oh, oh, no, you get a bit of text. You yes. get a bit of text. Overall, if we're talking overall, mm-hmm. there are a few good puzzles and I feel like they're trying. Like they were definitely trying. And I, I know we've been a bit harsh on it and I don't want to be too harsh because they're trying and they're making a game that there aren't many of out there, at least from what I've found. And four good room games to play. Yeah, yeah, but I've already done that. <laughs> what do you do when you've run out of the game you want to play? Save up for VR so you can get the room VR. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, five good room games to play. Actually, I don't know. I can't vouch for the, the VR room. I've never, I haven't played it. At um, the same time, though, looking at this, would I be opposed to more people trying to make more games like this? Not opposed to it, but I think if you're going to start getting into the point where you're doing all sorts of things that are so similar, then you kind of want to start dropping down in price to... And charging four times the price. That's crazy. The room is five bucks. This is 20. Maybe they do that knowing that they can lower it to the price they really want during sale times. Maybe they're only expecting to sell during sale times. But if you are doing that, I think that that's part of the reason hidden object games tend to get pretty cheap is because they're so similar to what other people have done. There's a huge market. When you flood the market, supply goes up, demand goes down. It it comes down to really, I think, do I want to play this one again? No, not really. And do I want to play the next one? Mm. Not really. Yeah. I think that there may come a time where it drops to really low. A 90% sale. Yeah, I'd be in maybe. Or it ends up being part of a bundle of some sort. And once I get it, then I will play it eventually. As we know, my library is huge. But I, I'm i not wishlisting it. No. And that's the sad thing. Because this game, when I heard about this game, I wishlisted it. I wanted it early. Oh, me too. Early. I was all over it. I was like, this is going to be awesome. I think that this was announced around the time we were playing some of the room games for a previous episode. And I really wanted more of that. Like, oh, look, there's another. I think I even sent you a message. Look, did you see this? And you're like, it's already on my wish list. Like, we were excited. And maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe part of the problem for us is we wanted it to be so good. And it isn't what we wanted. So I'm not sure if we're the most objective judges of the quality of this game. I don't know. I think, I think it's a fair. We've given it a fair go. I mean, yeah, the price is a big problem. 
for me, definitely. It's almost like taking the piss kind of thing. It's like if the the room goes on sale too, you know, that's not, you know, the room's five bucks maximum and the room still goes on sale. I picked up the room one or two for a dollar. So the room is way better than this and also goes on sale for an 80% discount on $5. They got no excuse to be charging that amount of money for this game. No place to be charging that money because it's just not as good. Objectively, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. It's, uh, you can anyone can disagree with me. It's not as good. It doesn't handle as well. It doesn't have as good puzzles. It's just an inferior imitation. But what I did like was the little museum part at the end. So talk about that because I didn't even see that. I only found three. I think of the Da Vinci plan. Yeah. So you find these little blueprints of like his inventions, and then when you go to the main menu, you've got a bar called achievements, which I thought was weird achievements okay what are those and you go in and it takes you into a new room in the room you've got all the inventions real life to your left and to your right and then at the top of the room you've got a painting i think it's da vinci but it's not like a a da vinci painting i've ever seen it's not his self-portrait pencil drawing it's like a full-on painting of him but i like this because it's got six inventions and the painting and it gives you a little bit of a history lesson at everything, they've got like a little scroll thing that you can read through. This is his blah, blah, blah invention. So you've got like the, the scythe tank. That's basically this spinning machine of death was pulled by a horse and just annihilates everything. And I think in the text, it's like friend or foe. Just you better be getting out of the way of this thing. But there was that. There was a file cutting machine, which is basically a machine that rather than someone hammering indents into a piece of metal to make a file, he made an invention for it to do it automatically just using pulley and weights. There's uh, the flapping wing that we've pretty much all seen from his flying machine. There was a organ. It was actually, it was like a four-drummed hurdy-gurdy, which played, and he was all impressed about it because it played chords. <laughs> He's like, screw hurdy-gurdies, man. I've got four of these bad boys all lined up together. That was pretty cool. And what was the other one that he had? I can't remember the other invention. But, but you actually get to play with them. And that's the thing. You get to play with them and use them and see them in action. It's like, yeah, why didn't you put this in the game? <laughs> Well, it is, sort of, but you mean like in when you're actually exploring in the room? Yeah, I mean, if they'd made them part of the puzzle, maybe that, that would have been interesting. At but, least that would have given it a reason to be called House of Da Vinci. Yeah, not a time machine. That's it. Yeah, 90% discount on House of Da Vinci 2. There's so many other good room-type room, room type games that are, are coming out as well that, again, I'm not so disheartened that I don't want to try them. And like I'm saying, I'm, I'm harsh on it, but like I'm saying, the room doesn't have Monopoly on nice shapes and slick designs and things like that. It, if anything, it all stems from Mist anyway. So Mist is the grandfather of all of this. And so, yeah, I don't know. Blah. <laughs> and we should just cut back to where I said poor imitation and just cut everything else out. <laughs> yeah, I think I may leave this with you to edit. <laughs> all in all, okay, but... If you're not good enough to entice me to want to play the second one, that's that something. Yeah. Gaps filled and more gaps created. <laughs>